For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Domain Masters, broadcasting live from the show floor at Webmaster World in New Orleans. Uh, I sent out a sincere apology for the change in schedule. Uh, obviously, we were uh, supposed to be on yesterday, and we wanted to schedule the event around uh, where we'd have the most crowd and uh, draw the most audience, and also around sessions. And so we just uh, left a big, huge super session with uh, Tim Meyer and uh, the Matt Cutts from Google and the folks from Ask Jeeves and uh, MSN Search. And so uh, we have some information about domain names to go over a little bit. And I have uh, several uh, great companies that are in the internet space, uh, Monster Commerce and Life Tips and Textlinks Ads and uh, several domainers that we're going to be talking to during the show. My first guest is uh, Chris Vermondi, uh, who happens to be a domainer for some period of time, a long time, I guess. And uh, he owns about 3,000 domain names and um, has uh, spoken on several sessions uh, at this conference and has in the past and just wanted to welcome to the show. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Um, give me your take on how Webmaster World has uh, been uh, for you and uh, some of the sessions you were on, some of the important issues that came out uh, from your discussions. Well, well um, I really enjoy the Webmaster World sessions, uh, mainly because it lets me network with my friends. I don't really consider these uh, business meetings more friendly get-togethers. Um, as far as things I learned, uh, I did learn some stuff from the domain perspective. Um, I'm getting some ideas about, uh, like, for instance, that I have, that I'm going to use your domain parking service for. Um, I also think that the idea that I've noticed it on television that people seem to be more, companies seem more and more willing and people seem more and more willing to advertise and use longer keyword, uh, I mean, longer URLs. And I think that's just, uh, I don't think there was any reason why people couldn't do it before. I just guess everybody, nobody wanted to be the first one to do it and right. now I people see shied away from long URLs you know long URLs because they didn't think people would type them in but we've heard clear at this show that not only are they typing in very long and multiple word um, uh, phrases into search engines but they're also using it for domain names to get exactly where they want to go so yeah. long words are good yes I, I would say that's true and and what you had pointed out in, in I believe it was one of your sessions that uh, um, that it, it the, the conversion is also, uh, I think, better as well. Right. It's a higher conversion for PPC and for uh, click-through rates because uh, if people are typing in exactly what they want in their domain name and they arrive at their destination, um, they're more likely to click on the next ad and maybe purchase a product or sign up for a, for an account or whatever at uh, one of the advertisers. Yes, it's extremely filtered traffic. You might not be getting, obviously, for every word you add, you're getting less and less, I would assume, in most cases. 
but it's going to be more targeted. Right, more targeted. Exactly. So what, um, as a domainer for, you know, three or four, how many years have you owned domain names? I believe my first one was probably 98. In 98. Okay. So um, just real quickly, what are some of the, you know, key key tricks of the trade that you've learned to have a successful domain portfolio, and um, how have you been successful in your business on the web uh, with using your domains? Well, I basically, I, I, I look at myself as more of a SEO person um, than a domainer, and my domains were purchased mainly for scoring well in Google, so I would either buy expired domains or spider sites for sites that didn't exist in reality but did on the sites because they misspelled them. I got tons of good domains as far as PageRank um, goes from uh, using that strategy. Um, now that that is not really a viable strategy anymore, um, I've had to change focus and really diversify. Right. And so uh, getting to the Google PageRank, which seems to be important, still an important discussion here at Webmaster World and continuing to have good PageRank, what's one of the, you know, the best tip that you can throw out for folks that have domain names and are looking for the best Google PageRank? I know we've heard a lot of things over the years, but what's, what's like the newest trend now to keep a good pa- uh, Google PageRank? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if people understand exactly how PageRank works. Um, basi- yeah, why, don't you, why don't you let us know about how, how it works a little bit? Basically, it's not just the site that links to you, but the number of sites they have on the page. So a, a site that's a PR8 that has 100 links on it uh, that you get one text link from is not going to be as good as a you know, PR7 that ha- has 20 links on it and links to you once. Okay, so so it's not the number of links; it's the well, it's, it's how it's, relevant the links are. It's 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 basically the page rank divided by the number of links on the page is what passes to you minus some variable. So, the more links the site has, the less it's passing. The more page rank it has, it's the more it's passing. So it's kind of like a balancing act, but. Um, right. So you want to have you want to have good sites that um, don't have a ton of links, so they're exactly. not kind of link pouring out their links, I guess, and um, and therefore their quality links that the twenty really qualified links are going to your benefit because um, exactly. Okay. And you were talking when you said page rank hoarding. It reminds me of page rank hoarding where people don't want to give any of their page rank away, so they try to keep it all within their site or all within their network. And that's that's that used to be a, a great strategy. I mean, I never traded you know any links, and I I still don't trade links, but I link to sites outside my own network right. to basically help theme the site. And it used to be that Google totally was related to three things, text, uh, I mean, uh, title, page rank, and anchor text. And if you had those three things, I mean, I could have a site with page rank and anchor text that had a uh, d- default page from a um, from a, the default server page with no title on it or anything, it'd be ranked extremely high on Google. Right. It, that was the only three variables that mattered. But now it's so much different, and one of the big variables is who you link to. So you definitely don't want to try to go overboard with your being an anal page rank master. Right, definitely. All right, well, great. Um, anything else you can share with us about the show and what you're uh, what you're expecting to get out of it? And Well, uh, I, I did think that i don't know if you wanted to mention about uh what we learned from tim and matt yeah as far as the well we were trying to figure out whether google and yahoo were going to penalize people for using the after after the google patent became public knowledge um a patent application um people were wondering whether the who is using the privacy service is going to f- affect you and i i was wondering about that as well and i had my own theories on it but you decided to ask them and 
Right, right. Well, we asked. Uh, I asked Tim Meyer this morning uh, during his uh, talk uh, with um, um, the whole audience. After the audience uh, uh, broke away, I asked him uh, directly: Did does uh, Yahoo uh, have any? Do they give any negative effect to who has privacy at all? Because it's been a big question here at the, at the conference. How if someone protects their um, their identity, are they really hiding something that they're doing bad? And and if Google and Yahoo really take that um, perspective first before thinking that's a legitimate person, and the answer is that Yahoo absolutely does not look at it. It does not have a negative effect. And then in front of um, the entire audience, uh, I personally asked Matt Cuts from Google the same question, and he said that absolutely not. That uh, every that he recognizes that who is private is a legitimate service, um, but if you're already, um, you know, blacklisted and your site's blacklisted and you have who is privacy, you're more suspect um, in the future to have a p- potential problem. So they look at it, but only after the fact that you're that you're dinged already. So that's a good sign that uh, who is privacy doesn't negatively affect you uh, right off the bat. Yes. So good. Well, we really appreciate your time, Chris. I know you got to get uh, get to bed and take a little nap so you can party with us tonight. Yes. Uh, Moniker and Webmaster Radio and Tech Sleeks Ads and uh, Monster Commerce. Where's that party? We're throwing a big bash tonight at Woo! Bourbon Street Blues Company on Bourbon Street and. We're going to have a great time from 7 to 9, free drinks. Uh, everybody's going to get schnockered and listen to some blues. Uh, we're going to break away for a little commercial right now and uh, be back with uh, Monty Lurie from, uh, uh, who goes as Adman on, uh, on, the, uh, on the chat room. And then we're going to talk to Stephanie Leffler from uh, Monster Commerce. Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan. Uh, my next guest is Monty Laurie. Happens to have the same first name as me. Spelled different, though. Uh, M-O-N-T-Y. And uh, Monty is also um, uh, commonly known as Adman on the, on the chat, uh, on Webmaster Radio chat. Very supportive of, uh, of webmasterradio.fm and very supportive of Domain Masters. So, Monty, uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from and uh, what you do. And uh, tell us why you like Webmaster Radio FM so much. Well, I'm from Regina, a webmaster from Regina, Saskatchewan, in Canada. So it's a small town in Saskatchewan, in the middle of nowhere, up up north. And uh, we're building uh, websites, and you know, like everybody else. But uh, yeah, so so I was at in Las Vegas when Darren and Brandy um, started the Webmaster Radio and the kicked kick it off. off. Yeah, kicked off here at Webmaster yeah. World in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, and uh, so I've been listening. I really heavily started to listen to them in March. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Because everybody, you know, if, if you're a webmaster, kind of, you're maybe sitting at your desk, you're isolated, you don't know lots of webmasters and people that do this type of business. Right. So I immediately got on there, and I was like, oh, my goodness, they're speaking my language. I almost cried. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. So then the, all of the programs that they've got, I've learned so much in the last three months. Right, some really great programs. What are, the, what are your favorite programs that you listen to? Um, well, there's the uh, Rainmaker, Domain Masters. Yeah. 
I just listen to them. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> SEO, SEO rock stars. SEO guru says, get on the feed, folks. And I, man, I get on the feed right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And so you're actually learning things from uh, being part of the, the network and the community then. Right. And uh, uh, as well, I get on the lounge uh, on webmasterradio.fm, get on the lounge and talk to people there. And they've been very helpful. And just even the, even the things that they mentioned, and they put up links and stuff like that. And I, I go look at them and I go, oh, my goodness, I never knew about this stuff. So right. it really takes the isolation away. And it creates a nice little community and a, and, a, and a forum there. Well, that's great. That's great. So if you had to tell other webmasters out there, um, and, and you're fairly new in the market, um, you mentioned, but if you had to give uh, some of uh, your, your associates and some of your cohorts uh, uh, a tip about how to be more successful on a web, what would you say that you've learned or what could you pass along to others that would make um, others successful because of uh, some lessons you've learned? Well, uh, basically, what I've learned at this Webmaster uh, World Conference is uh, good content, be an opinion leader, and uh, that's going to win the day ultimately. I, I thought before maybe try to do a little bit of black hat and gray hat and white hat and mix them all together, but I think spending the time spending the time I would spend in black hat, which is kind of like forcing your way in, right? Spending the time in white hat and doing really good quality opinion leader type stuff is really going to say you know help the day because it's ultimately good content and. You know, done the right way. Very, very respectable. Right, right. So if there's a the tip that you could give is that you know probably do things more white hat, gray hat to white hat than black. Well, hat. when when we saw the uh, the leaders at Yahoo and Google and and Ask Jeeves and uh, MSN, basically they seem like they're developing a lot of algorithms that are cramping down on spamming and, and that sort of thing. So it's not going to be as effective or, or profitable. Right. It's right. or it seems like. Great, great. Well, we really appreciate your time today, Monty, and I'm glad that you're a, a webmasterradio.fm supporter and also a domain master supporter. It's nice to meet you in person as well. Is there anything else that you'd like to say about uh, about the show or or the yeah. radio show? Yeah, I just have to tell everybody go to webmasterradio.fm, listen to it, spend some spend a couple of weeks at it and listen to the shows. Uh, they're all very well timed. They usually have them after work, after work hours. And uh, it's worth your while, and uh, it's gonna make it's gonna make you uh, more money and a better webmaster. Okay, great. Well, thanks a lot, Monty, and uh, uh, join us for our party tonight. I'm sure you'll be there with bells on, right? And, uh, oh yeah, just as a note, I, I dubbed Darren CXO, which is Chief Exec Chief Excitement Officer. Woo! <laughs> All right, he is exciting too. Well, my uh, next guest is one of my favorite people, Stephanie Leffler from uh, Monster Commerce, one of the only uh, e-commerce solutions that is SEO-friendly, and uh, Stephanie's basically worked herself up the, the ranks in the uh, webmaster community and um, did a lot of mods this time, and I don't think you even spoke. You just moderated, right? Or did I you get did, to speak? No, they wouldn't even let me speak. I just uh, made sure that everybody else towed the line this time. Right. So of the sessions that you spoke at, uh, give us a little bit, bit of an overhead, you know, overview of uh, some of the sessions that you moderated uh, and some of the key things that came out of those. And then we'll talk a little bit about Monster Commerce. Sure. Um, well, the first session uh, that I want to bring up is the European SEO section. Um, you know, not necessarily the most applicable to U.S. SEOs, but um, it was a great chance to get an overview of what's going on in the European market and how quickly it's growing and, right. you know, the potential opportunities that are out there in that market. Um, Thomas B. gave everybody a German lesson, which was uh, something new for Webmaster World, so that was kind of exciting. Um, how, how are European SEOs managing with, um, a, like, a European Union and across, uh, inter, you know, across their country borders? 
um, being able to be successful in not only their country language, but they have to really know the other languages around them. It's much different than the United States, obviously, because we're some kind of self-contained 50 states, you know, all close together with Canada and Mexico surrounding us. But in Europe, they have a, quite a bit of a, a different kind of a challenge, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. That was um, that was one of the most interesting things about it is that, you know, these guys said politicians have a, have a really big idea of how, you know, it's going to be the United States of Europe and right. um, the people and the way they search and... And their linguistic habits are very opposite that. So they're not seeing um, really any synergy. They're having to do something completely different in Germany. Um, actually, the entire intent of a German user, different things are important to them than a user in the UK, which surprised me. Apparently, Germans are very concerned with security and personal information. So the landing pages have to be entirely different right. if you're and, optimizing and, and, the very and, same product. And uh, Brits like to run around naked all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. A little something for everybody over there. <laughs> Definitely. And, and what about some of the other sessions and some of the other things that came out? Sure. Um, a couple of the other sessions, I was in a, a PPC management session and uh, had the great pleasure of hearing Tor Crockett speak. She um, was formerly with eSpotting and is now with uh, Miva Media. And uh, she had some very interesting things to say as far as understanding user intent and linguistics. Um, just, you know, giving simple examples uh, like where the addition or subtraction of an S or an R can make all the difference in terms of meaning and oh, how wow. someone who's really in a competitive PPC area can go back and look at that user intent in linguistics to come up with the optimal PPC campaign for them. Um, her speech was right on the money. If you have a chance to check it out on the CD that comes out of this show, I'd recommend it. Cool, cool. Uh, and um, did you do a third conference uh, or a mod- mod- third one? Or I not? did. Um, that was like uh, three, was see, like three that, days that's three ago. trips to Bourbon Street uh, before, so <laughs> one would lose their memory here and there, you know, being on Bourbon Street and trying to remember what mo- you know, what session you might. <laughs> that's okay. Um, tell us a little bit. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what's going on at Monster Commerce these days. So I I had you on the show, uh, I don't know, about two and a half, three months ago. And um, uh, just give an overview of the company and a little bit about the product and uh, why it's so search engine friendly and why you guys emphasize that. Sure. Um, Well, as far as the company goes, you know, we're we're growing gangbusters. I think we're up to 82 employees these days, which is exciting. Um, We're well over 5,000 clients and uh, have really healthy growth as far as new clients. Um, From a SEO standpoint, we our newest release, which just came out two or three days ago has a lot of built uh, increased SEO capabilities. Uh, For example, we used to dynamically generate title tags based on product names. Now, um, a professional optimizer can get in there and create their own customized title tags, their own customized meta tags for each individual page. And we carry this through the whole site. Um, We also have uh, changed some things on the back end and the server side with our URLs to be more search engine friendly um, and had some of our friends at MSN, Yahoo, and Google take a look at that. Um, And our software's being treated better by MSN than ever. A lot of our customers are getting, you know, number one, two, and three rankings just from using our package, which is which right. has been very satisfying. Right. And uh, Stephanie had the pleasure of uh, reviewing our new website uh, for a couple days mm-hmm. or so and gave some really good suggestions on our shopping cart. So those of you that uh, use the moniker shopping cart and uh, either love it or hate it, but uh, I think a lot of the feedback that she gave us uh, being a, a shopping cart expert uh, really helped us out, and it was uh, very valuable. So we appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So if you had to give a couple tips from what we've uh, learned since the last time I interviewed you to help people be more successful on the web, what would they be? Um, what would some of the suggestions and tips, uh, what would you have for them? 
Sure. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it last time, but the one thing that keeps coming back is the best tip that I can give is to go out and find a cross-section of your users, whether it's a neighbor or a friend, sit them down in front of the computer and watch over their shoulder and don't yeah, say anything. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I probably did talk about that because I'm really adamant yeah. about it. But, um, you know, we still do that and find that it reveals more about our site and how we can improve than just about anything else. Right, because you, you, because everybody doesn't use the web the same way. And uh, when... Um when um, uh, people go to a website and you think they should click on one button and, and you know of shortcuts that they should be using and they're using something else, they could, get, they could really cut their time, be more efficient, and get to the right places, I guess. Yeah, it's very hard for us as a, you know, being in the webmaster community, we are, this stuff is so second nature to us that things that are so glaringly obvious to us really aren't to an average user. And so we have to get outside that mentality that we have and our friends have in this industry. You know, if you tell me that my site's great, I, that's wonderful, but the basic user who's never navigated a site like mine before isn't going to have the same experience as you. So getting that cross-section right. of industries and experience levels is really the key. Right. Well, that's great. And uh, anyone that's interested in the Monster Commerce suite of products, uh, we are uh, actually offering those products and services on our site through our web uh, promotions page. So if you go to moniker.com, you can get there, and uh, it's actually offered at a, at a discount. So you can get it there uh, cheaper than you could uh, going anywhere else. So... Well, Stephanie, I really appreciate you spending the time and being on the show today, and I'm glad I caught you off the floor. And, sure. Uh, get Thank ready you. for the big party I, tonight. I'm going to. At, I'm very excited uh, about Street it. Bourbon Street Blues Company. That's right. I uh, went last and, night. And, and uh, uh, Monster uh, Commerce is also a sponsor with us and Webmaster Radio on that and TextLink Ads. And so uh, uh, we're going to have, have a blast. And InfoSearch Media now. So we'll Woo, keep adding people, search. which is great because then that means our cost goes down a little bit. <laughs> Well, I, right. went out, I went out to the, to the restaurant last night to the bar to check it out, and uh, they had a great band. I think the same band's playing tonight, and it should be an awesome time. So. Good, good, yes. good. Well, let's, uh, let's boogie on down. Okay. All right. My next guest is Mick Jolly from uh, PR Web, and uh, PR Web is also a uh, partner of ours at uh, Moniker.com. PR Web is an online uh, PR company. Uh, you can publish your uh, press releases online. And the unique thing about uh, PR Web is that they're search engine friendly. And so give us a little bit of uh, background about your business and what makes you guys unique and uh, why people should use you. Well, people should use PR Web. Just tell their company story for one. We reach out to over 100,000 journalists in our database, and that's journalists that are have opted in. So they want the news based on their industry categories. Anytime your news correlates with their industries, we deliver it to them. But we all know that the journalist cannot write a story on everything that comes out in form of a news release or what may be news within your business segment. So we bypass that media filter and we actually take your news out onto the web, online in places like Yahoo News and Google News and thousands of other online locations. We have at this point uh, 220 macro categories, some 17,000 RSS feeds, uh, 3,400 media RSS feed. So wow. we can serve it up in any way, shape, or form that, that you need. And, and the best thing is, uh, it's what we refer to as our online visibility engine, is just getting it out in front of as many eyeballs as possible. That's that's our job. You, you work hard to promote your company, make your company what it is, and, and we want to have your story be, be seen in the light that you want it to be seen. Tell your own story. Help you develop your own brand. Right. Now, um, PR Web's been in business for how long now? Actually, uh, 1997 was the, was the start. It was founded by David McInnes in Dallas, Texas. And uh, around 2000, he was uh, up in the Washington State area and decided, hey, that was the new home. So he, the actual, actually, the servers went um, dead for a few, few days as he drove them north. And he put him in a co-located location called uh, FiberCloud and, and launched, relaunched a site there. And 
and it's grown ever since. He, he used to have advertising around the around the site quite a bit, but he really put the focus on the users, stripped away a lot of the normal advertising banner ads and things that you would see, and, and really uh, the users are the ones that have supported the site ever since via contributions and different uh, service levels, and, right. and, and now it's grown to be a full-service uh, newswire. So um, give us an idea of, uh, of uh, how, how many press releases go out on PR Web on a daily basis. Um, you know, g- give, us, give us some stats about the company these days. Uh, any, any business day of the week, you can see between 400 and 500 go out. Okay. And uh, each one of those press releases is reviewed by a, by a live editor. So it's not just left to, uh, to technology to do the job. So somebody's actually taking a look, checking those links, see where they go to, and scoring that press release between a score of 1 to 5. And it has to score at least a 4 or a 5 to go out to the journalist and out on eMediaWire and Yahoo News and all those other fun places. Otherwise, uh, we're shooting the, the user a note, giving them some recommendations of how they can make corrections and improve right. that press release. Because so we want that press release to be successful, not just online and since of getting out, but we want it to deliver a message that's going to be helpful to, to you and, and I. You right. Know, we want we want everybody to have a win out of it. So right now, now the unique uh, the, the unique offering though, about by PR PR Web is that the press releases are optimized. They go out search engine friendly, right? They do go out search engine friendly. There are optimization services available to go ahead and, and do some further optimization work, some keyword research and anchor texting that kind of thing. But yeah, it's 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 ready to go. We we put it out in a search engine friendly format. Um, we're regularly uh, indexed by the search engines throughout the day. I mean, it's just a constant ongoing thing. They're they're pounding away at those servers and. And uh, that's a good thing. There's a lot of good content, changes all the time, and it keeps the search engines, if you will, interested in coming right. back. Right. That's great. Now, um, um, uh, with everybody, I'd like to get um, uh, at least a couple tips on how to be better at putting out people's press releases, what people should include in their press release, um, especially if they're uh-huh. doing it online. And, again, you can go to moniker.com and go to the uh, Promote Your Website um, section, and you'll be able to go to the PR Web link from there where you'll be offered a discount for, uh, for press releases. But give us some tips about um, press releases and what people can do to make their press releases resolve better in the search engines and to get across more, um, you know, more eyeballs. Absolutely. Well, you have to take a look at each and every time you submit a press release. It's going out to three audiences, Mania. So you, al- you always have the journalists, and they're not our marketing partners. You have the uh, obviously your competitors too. That are if they're doing Google alerts or whatever to keep an eye on you. Right. It's going That's out what to we, do. we keep an eye on our competitors. There you go. Me, me yeah. too. So <laughs> it's, it's just a just a good idea. And then of course you have the the audience you're trying to reach your your customer your your whether it be business to business or business to consumer whatever it be. You, you have those three audiences to keep in mind. So keep in mind that first and then have a really good headline your headline needs to tell a story journalists when they take a look at it and and i think we're all a little bit the same way if that headline isn't catchy you know we move on to the next thing and so right. you want to really put some good work in the headline and then you want to re-deliver that message reinforce it in your in the first in the paragraph body. of that and body of that press release so that that's important just it's just it seems so basic but a lot of people miss that they talk about everything but what the objective of the press release was, and we try and we try and help steer that a little bit. But really, good content is, is king, and, and it almost naturally optimizes itself, if you will, if you're writing good content. Um, but it's not rocket science. So we have press release tips and, and uh, template right on the site that people can go and they take a look at. And uh, you know, really, we we also offer some services that can help write that first one if if needed. But uh, just keeping the message simple and succinct, somewhere between 300 and 550 words. Yeah, that's gonna be my idea. next question. You, you know. So, um, shorter versus longer if you put out a bigger press release what does it really mean is it bad is it good i mean obviously you lose eyeballs and you lose attention if it's too long of a press release but uh, what if you have a lot of stuff to stay and you're you become constrained about you know with the size of the number of words that a press release has what's the best way to handle that the best way to handle
handle that is by having a unique landing page that continues the theme of your press release. That, oh, and that, that okay. way you can you can expand your message. And, Absolutely. And, okay. We have seen some really good press releases that are 2,000 words long, but they're really rare, and they, and they have to be really timely with things that are going on in the news or in that particular industry category. We've seen some good ones that are only 200 words, but, again, you need to deliver enough substance for people to make an informed decision and basically be pre-qualified, if you will, when they, when they go that uh, landing page, wherever it is that you direct. So unique landing pages is, is very important to, so that you can continue that message and deliver on, on, uh, on the promise that's in the press release. Cool beans. Okay. All right, Mick Jolly, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, we're going to be breaking for a commercial. Uh, again, go to uh, uh, moniker.com and uh, hit the promote your website um, uh, button on our site, and you'll get to the PR web press release. And uh, is there anything else you wanted to, to mention uh, from, from Webmaster World? Hey, I just wanted to add that we've moved uh, a lot of our names to Moniker, and we yeah. need to <laughs> finish that up. We've got a lot more to move, and we're glad to be there for the uh, security Great. and the other benefits and the counseling that you give us on how to protect Great. our names. Well, we, so thank we, you very we much. We definitely appreciate that, and uh, hopefully I'll have all the companies in here and all their names of moniker Perfect. <laughs> by the time i'm done excellent and we'll okay. see you tonight all right great uh we're gonna break for a commercial we'll be right back on with byron white from life tips commercials off now back to domain masters <laughs> hello welcome back to <laughs> domain masters i'm monty khan and i just continue to be surprised by my producer darren babin um, my next guest is Byron White from Life Tips. Uh, we had him on the show about a month and a half or two months ago, and uh, Life Tips has a very unique uh, product offering, and it's their first Webmaster World uh, uh, conference, I think, uh, being uh, being a um, exhibitor and being participating in the conferences. So, Byron, give us just a little bit of overview overview about your business again, and um, um, what you've been able to accomplish here at Webmaster World, and what you're getting out of it. Really appreciate. There we go. Thanks for the opportunity. Really appreciate it, and uh, very much enjoyed the show, and enjoyed uh, the the show the last time you had me on. So thanks for having me on again. Um, uh, Life Tips offers seventy thousand tips to three million monthly visitors, and we're basically a content development publishing company. That's really what we do. Um, our, our focus and our niche is is trying to create content that makes people's lives smarter, better, faster, and wiser. And uh, that's really what our mission is. And, and, and in the process of, of achieving that goal, we also help clients uh, boost the, the listing positions of their, of their own websites and the search engines by uh, helping their link popularity with links directly back to their site. That's a quick snapshot of, of what LifeTips does. Right. So um, people with domain names, I mean, let's, let's go target down with people with uh, multiple domain names. What are some of the best tips as a domainer um, sure. and somebody that's had domain names for a long time and built this business up from your domains? Give us some tips about how domainers can be successful with their domains and what they should be doing with them from your perspective. Sure. Um, well, we've got lots of tips over here at Life Tips, so I, I could talk all afternoon. But um, the one thing that, that I really got out of the show and sort of ties in with, with my, my, what my overall philosophy is, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of hype with, uh, you know, link, uh, linking strategy and, and page rank and, and, you know, all of these wonderful uh, different uh, things that we all try to guess as to what, how, what, how the spider bots are really reacting to our page rank and, and how well a spider bot perceives what we're doing. In our world, we think it's really simple. In fact, stupid simple. It's all about quality content and, and having content on your website that offers a value, value proposition for your users. It's very hard to write that kind of 
content. It's easy to copy it from other websites. Right. It's easy to research what other websites are doing, which may have gotten them listed. But I think it, when you begin creating content, which we really do for a living over here, we start to understand that when we begin building content for a particular topic area, we're not just looking for the rich keywords to pepper in that content. We're looking for the language that is used in that profession or that topic. We're trying to find synonyms that correlate with the language that people really speak about. Right. So it's a much deeper understanding of, of content development. And we hope the Smiterbots, as they get smarter and smarter and smarter, will begin to distinguish between copy that's thrown up for optimized purposes versus copy that's written as a value proposition and a reward for somebody seeking information on a website. And still, and, and, and th therefore by being good copy, it, it is also uh, search engine friendly and, and valued that way. Correct. Right. And, and not just search engine friendly, but again, consumer-based value proposition copy. And, and we're going to see a lot of dissection, I think, of copy in this industry. We're going to, you know, one, one disappointment, if I had one with this show, was the perspective that not a lot of sessions at this show on content development and persuasive copywriting and how to capture the attention of your users and, right. and induce a that call to action. That should be a good suggestion, actually. Uh, Thank maybe you. Maybe talk to Brett uh, <laughs> Tapke about that and have, uh, have some of the content companies yeah, here. And, exactly. Uh, maybe yeah. have you up on a panel and talk about it. Well, I'd love to do that. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, the other thing that I think is interesting that I that I would love to to hear from uh, or, or get out to to your to your many webmasters that are trying to figure out how to make money on on the web is, you know, we talk about link strategy and, and getting links from from high authority websites and you know high highly ranked websites. Here's my take on that. Um, I believe that an orphan link, even on a related site, is 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 not as valuable as a contextual link. That is that is a link that is embedded within content with words around it, before it, and after it. And we hey, give us an example. Give us an um, example of the both both sides of the link. Sure. Okay. So one of my favorite example examples is um, I'm going to read to you two sentences. And imagine in these two sentences I'm going to read to you, the word big beef is is underlined and goes to Omaha Steaks. I had a big beef with my boss last night. The steak was cooked to perfection and melted in my mouth. Now, big beef, okay, you wouldn't know if big beef means argument or steak, right? Right, right. But it's the words around it that validate that big beef, in fact, is about steaks. And that's what helps Omaha Steaks perhaps get a top listing for big beef. You with me? Right, right. So that's really what we talk about. When, when, when we talk about linking strategy, it drives me nuts when people ta start talking about what's your page rank and what's going to be the page rank of this tip site you launch. Like, no, it's what's, what's the content on this tip site going to say about your website? How is that going to relate? And one really exciting thing I did at the show here, which is, you know, we all have our thrills, and this was my thrill. I had a chance to uh, to talk with a Google engineer about web, about life tips. You know, are we doing anything wrong with our strategy? You know, we're not a link farm over here at right. Life Tips. I wanted to hear their thoughts from an engineer, a live person, saying, "Is there anything wrong?" Be because and you because you've heard through the grapevine, or you or rumors are going, around, "How can?" Or, or because uh, suspected customers are like, "Well, how does that really affect page rank? Isn't that duplicate content? Am I linking to myself by using your products and services?" So, what, what did the engineer right. say? Right, and the engineer had a very simple and clear answer. He said. Let's look at one of the links I showed it to him, and it was. In it. We wrote a tip for our snowboard client, RDC Shop, about uh, Rosignol uh, snowboards, right? right? So he said, looked at it, and he clicked on it, and it went to a landing page on our client's website that talked about Rosignol skis. Surprise. 
He said, this is perfect. This is exactly what we look for. This is, this is what we want, a related, a related link that, that isn't going to some evil website or some other f- link farm right. or something bad or evil ha- or a right. non-related contextual right, page. Right, right. And, and that's exactly what we learned from him. And, you know, there are, there are theories in this industry that, you know, uh, Bruce Clay, for example, had a, had a theory that too many links from the same C block is maybe a bad idea. You know, and, and again, I don't think that it's, I don't think there's a quantified number of what is too many, what is not. I don't. I think that's 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 leading us down the wrong direction. I think that the, the correct direction is is uh, the ignorance of the spider bots and, and the ability to try to find contextual relationships, linguistic relationships between different websites. Right. Well, that's great, Byron. Uh, and uh, I can say that uh, Moniker stepped up to the plate and engaged in uh, in a. Uh, in a project with Life Tips, and um, although it just started, uh, we're hoping to see some uh, some positive effects from that. And you know, if I if I don't, then I'm going to have to just take Byron down <laughs> to the alley. <laughs> I'll take him down to the alley and then uh, show him my, a couple of tips of my own. No, I'm just kidding. No, but Byron Byron's been a long faithful customer of Moniker and uh, and our services, and uh, I do truly believe in your products and services, and so that's why we linked up to you and uh, and and engaged you. We're, uh, we're looking forward to, to showing you what we can do and, and the power of, of contextual marketing. And, and uh, we're big fans of what you're doing as well, as well as Webmaster Radio. Rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So um, uh, what's the best place for people to get a hold of uh, you or to engage with lifetips.com sure. uh, for their particular website and their project? Sure. Um, visit, uh, visit our website, lifetips.com, and, and look us up. There's a nice little Our Services page, which sort of kind of gives you a feel and flavor for what we do. Um, there's also a new link we just put on there that says Available Topics, and we're launching about 500 new uh, tip sites in the next next year or so. Uh, right. So you can kind of see what is open and what is not not taken. Right. And when do we go up? We're up soon, um, right? Yeah, Blair's finishing up weeks your, your so. project. A couple, couple weeks, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll launch in a couple weeks, and we'll have some big, you know, fireworks celebration in, in a Boston Red Sox game. And uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Now yeah. yeah. to fly me up for that. <laughs> 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 we'll take some pictures. <laughs> All right, great. Well, we really appreciate your time today, and uh, glad that you participated in the show and in the conference. And um, glad that uh, you'll probably be here for uh, for uh, Webmaster World in Las Vegas because uh, right and, and uh, we. Will. Be at SES in uh, San Jose. We will. Oh, great. Yes, sir. So I'll have to throw back a few beers there then. Right on. Okay, great. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Byron. Okay. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. My next guest is the one and only <laughs> WebmasterRadio.fm founder uh, and president and uh, SE guru. Uh, he also uh, attended um, a number of the sessions and actually sat on many panels because of his experience. And I just wanted to get a summary of uh, what Webmaster um, uh, World has been to you and your community and uh, kind of what you learned from the sessions thus far as well. Well, I, I thought the sessions were they were pretty good, uh, a lot, you know, really informative. The, the, the crowd was definitely there. Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 Webmaster World, I've, I've been to probably six out of the nine of them. So I've done the London shows, and I've done them over here, and I really like the show. The show's always good. This is more networking-focused. You can actually sit down, and, you know, because it's, it's uh, you know, not one of the giant shows out there, you can actually see people, like, several times during right. the course and of the talk show. To them, build and talk to them, build relationships. Right. Build yeah. relationships. Build right. relationships. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the super session I spoke on was a lot of fun. Yeah, it tell was, us a little bit about that session and the and the and the the content of that session and what people learned from it. Yeah, well, you know, it, 
that's a very different session. That that that's the session that. Um, it's taken a couple of different iterations, and usually it's like the old timers in the SEO space. And um, you know, the, the, this this panel was no different. It, Brett just changed it a little bit. Um, I was one of the you know remaining old timers that stayed on the new panel. And he, who, who else joined me? It was Mike Grehan, uh, Bruce, Bruce Clay, Clay there, right? and then um, Oil, Oil Man. Man. Oil Man joined us, and basically it was like a, like an open Q and A for people to. Uh, um, ask us questions about the dark arts of SEO, as well as you know, black hat, white hat, gray hat, you know, everything in between. And um, it's just always fun because you watch people who are seasoned and who have been in the space, maybe not as long as us, but because of our candor, it's just funny for them right. because you know right. we just we you don't, speak out openly. We don't, don't hold care. it's. Right. Pull no punches. It's just we put it out there. So that's that's always a fun super session. It's fun for me and it's fun for the guys who participate. But I think it's I think it's even cooler for the audience because they they get a no holds barred thing. It, it's this is reality. This is how it really is. You know, you, we can all smile at each other and white hat our, ourselves through through the day. But you know, <laughs> when we go home at night, we know we know who you are. <laughs> Because you have that black hat on underneath <laughs> that white hat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Um, I, I also talked on the podcasting RSS uh, panel. Right. And that was... And tell, us, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the, the big hype around RSS and uh, podcasting. It's becoming very popular. It is. It is. Well, I mean, with RSS, it allows people to syndicate their content. And you can syndicate it in real time and you know really reach out from a distribution standpoint and, and shove out a lot of content. And um, some of the questions were, and they were really good, was like, you know, if, if I'm using RSS and I'm pulling other people in, you know, or, or I'm using RSS, to syndicate my content, am I going to find duplicate content penalties? Right. Because other sites have my same content and yada, yada, yada. So some very good questions came out of that. And, um, you, you know, with uh, with the podcasting, I was surprised. There were, there were a lot of people there who were interested in doing podcasting. And, of course, Webmaster Radio just started doing that. And um, my biggest tip for anybody who wants to get into podcasting is negotiate your bandwidth bill up front. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, because our, our bandwidth here, we launched podcasting in April 1st, soft launched it, uh, officially launched it this past went yesterday, <laughs> this past Wednesday. And um, when we looked at the, our soft launch month of April and co- compared April's bandwidth to March, we were 160 times what we used in March. Wow. Because everybody so, went and started downloading the shows. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. So um, that was probably one of the best tips. Negotiate the bandwidth bill up front and, uh, you know, just do good quality content. Right. You know? So it was great panels. You know, so far the, the show's been kicking. Uh, you know, they're starting to tear, tear the floor down now. And Give us a little bit of uh, what you've heard about the, uh, related to domain names since we are on Domain Masters. But uh, I know a couple of questions came up at the end of your session about the, the sandbox effect the and sandbox. whether it exists. And, and, well, I, uh, and we talked a little bit about this um, who is privacy scenario right. and uh, how Google and Yahoo really treat it if they treat it at all. Yeah. Give me your perspective. As I mean, a, that's, that's predominantly what I've heard. It's, it's everybody looking at, you know, long Longevity of registered domains, you know, is that going to be a factor? Is it not? And if so, how much? Um, and that's always a question: is how how much is any one thing going to be a factor in an algorithm? You know, who knows? It's 
It's just only time's going to tell. And, you know, a couple of guys on the panel said, you know, look, if um, – if you're worried about penalizations for just you know re-registering a domain year after year, just you know one year one year at a time, spend a hundred dollars or what have you to register it for ten years and don't look back. Right. You know. So and the whole concept behind that is that Google there's a there's a there's a suspicion that Google looks at a domain name and gives it a legitimacy factor based off of the number of years it's registered so that it's right. not something they're going to go through the trouble of ranking and then all of a sudden it's right. going to be fly-by-night domain. The idea is they want to know you're going to, you're going to you're be going around. Right. You're going to be in business, so your intent from the very beginning was good. Right. So the length of your domain registration equates to your relevancy and your legitimacy as a business person and that you're going to be on the web you right. know, serving right. valuable content. Right. Right. Yeah, I, you know, it's, that, that was one thing also .xxx. Right. I'm getting a lot of those questions as well. And, you know, that's that's still neither here nor yon at this point. Right. Know? Well, .xxx, uh, I, f- I found some additional information about .xxx, which I shared at uh, our last conference. <laughs> um, and uh, it's due out in fourth quarter. Uh, the cost is going to be between 75 and and $100. It is uh, not going to be uh, mandated. It is not going to be forced by the government. The government can't regulate it. It is an S. TLD, which is a sponsored TLD. Right. right. Um, it um, filtering though. It it will it will, uh, it will <laughs> ensure it will ensure that uh, if you have your computer blocked out for that extension, that um, children and other folks that are not supposed to be on adult uh, websites will not get there. Right. And that's why there's a big push towards it, uh, along with some other regulatory factors right. that are probably soon to come. But it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic. So, hot topic. Uh, uh, it will be available. It has been approved, and it's it's definitely coming. It's just a matter of how well it's going to be accepted in the adult community for indeed, sure. Indeed. So, um, some other things we learned from uh, from uh, this show were regarding domain names, and Darren touched on it briefly. I sat in um, I sat on one panel and sat in another panel regarding domain names, and um, again, just to reemphasize that longer names that are very descriptive are a good thing. Where in the past it was uh, something that was shunned on and uh, was not something that would get um, get a good value rating in an appraisal model. Today it gets a good a good value in appraisal model and it's very detailed and deep and descriptive. Um, even to the local level, it is a good thing. So don't be afraid to register something with uh, a location or a very descriptive do- domain name, even up to the maximum character length. Because what we're finding out from the stats is that people are typing in very long descriptive words in the search engine to get where they want to go and they're resolving better that way. They're getting directly where they want to go and the same behavior factors are coming over to the domain name. So if you type in NewJerseyCarAutosales.com instead of autos, um, chances are you're going to get to where you want and convert a click or convert an advertisement um, or convert into an a-, a paid advertiser um, better. And therefore, if your PPC landing pages are, are geared to those sites, it, it works out well. There's obviously not as much traffic today, but um, the conversion rates are higher and the amount of money you're going to earn uh, per that domain name versus one that you get you know, a lot less money on and a lot more traffic is going to be better. So. Right. Uh, uh, the other thing we learned was that, uh, um, uh, in fact, the Who is Privacy um, issue is not recognized currently by Google or by Yahoo as something that goes negatively against you. Uh, I heard that both directly from Tim Marr, from, uh, from Yahoo, and from Matt Cutts from Google. And uh, <laughs> and I have baked Jake behind me. He's going to give me a little Father Nelson, weren't you? How you doing, Jake? I'm good, man. Good. Welcome. Welcome to Domain Masters, Jake. Oh wow! Jake. I think yeah. I've been on the show. And uh, Jake was on a panel with me yesterday. Give me your, give me a, like a two minute. How? What's our timing here? Yeah, give me two minute on uh, on Webmaster uh, World. Um, 
and uh, what you got out of it and how True Local is doing. Oh, True Local is great, man. We uh, made some luggage tags, gave away some cash, uh, beer coasters, decals, uh, signed up some advertisers, got some fans. It's a great show, man. It's a great yeah, show. Good. good. And so um, of the panels that you, you spoke on, how many panels uh, this time? Four or five, five. Wow, five. Yeah. So you're probably the the you're, you're <laughs> the you're the you're the most popular player. Here. I was I was the uh, the call out guy. But I think Brett fell over to me when he didn't have anybody else to talk because <laughs> he knows I talk a lot. <laughs> well, give us give us just a little bit of a you know two second on each panel what you what each panel you were on that uh, the topic area and what was valuable about it to the to the audience. Well, the the domain panel obviously was was awesome. Um, I think a lot of people didn't know the ins and outs of buying domains. I think uh, at least for me, I mean, I don't know the and how spying domains it opened my eyes you know that that was an awesome panel even as a speaker it was very informative um did a competitive intelligence panel where i talked about what people are actually doing and uh, i think that stunned a few people um wait go go back a little bit what 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 was it a competitive analysis panel yeah yeah competitive uh, intelligence so how to investigate your competitors online and how to defend against competitors investigating you online oh really can you throw out a couple things that uh, we can throw out on the just on the air yeah well first uh don't uh you know check check your logs any visitors coming from the search engines more than 20 times in two minutes are probably not regular users or if they're coming through specialized queries such as link and cache and site those types of queries uh they're probably not regular users so right and what else what's Uh, another good tip um if you need information about a website a lot of times isps aren't trustworthy you can call the isp and ask whatever you want oh Great. That's great news. All right, Gimisca, what about another panel? Uh, did a site review panel, which is where people just come up and, and throw their sites up. So, And uh, did the local search panel. So local search, uh, Microsoft just launched their, their new local search engine. And uh, How's that going to affect uh, True Local and your company? Well, we're already competing with Google and Yahoo. So, uh. right. Well, you know what? In this particular era and where we are and how early stage that we are in the Internet, um, I call it coopetition, not, co- yeah, not competition. When um, the big guys get into a, a, a market that you're in, it validates what you did and yeah. what you started, and the whole industry grows as a result. Yep. Therefore, everybody's business will grow, and you will end up ending up with more customers as a result. Absolutely. Not with less because Absolutely. they got in the space. It just says, hey, we need, it. we need to get in it, too, and we need to get in it, too. And so it Absolutely. validates it. So that's good news. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So, Good. Anything else you'd like to say about the conference? Or uh, uh, Yeah, I hope I win the poker table. Okay. And yeah, we're uh, giving away a, t- a professional <laughs> Texas Hold'em table to, tonight at the at the party on Bourbon Street. And so it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. And somebody's going to be the lucky winner of a poker table and hopefully win a lot of money playing poker. Awesome. Well, I look forward to the party. And uh, I will probably see you about 7 o'clock. Great. Great. Thanks, Bonnie. All right, Jake. Thanks. Uh, Jake Bailey from True Local. Uh, just was my guest, and uh, we're going to wind up the show here, I believe. Uh, we got to wind up, um, but um, we got, definitely got a lot out of the conference, a lot of good domain tips um, um, that, uh, that definitely helped out. Domains are becoming more of a hot topic in these webmaster uh, um, world forums and, uh, and at these conferences, so it's good. It's validating the fact that they are very important, and uh, they're being spoken about all over the place. So with that said, I'm going to end up the show, and uh, we'll be back live next Wednesday on time. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a great show. And uh, archives of the previous shows are coming, I'm being told. And I'm going to have to take, uh, take my... I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take uh, SE Guru and my producer uh, to, the, to the alley, too, tonight. And just ensure that we get those archives up um, and show them who his daddy is. So in any case, <laughs> um, join me next week for another 
show uh, at uh, Domain Masters, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you very much. And again, apologize for the uh, scheduling conflict. Take care. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.